Coming up on this episode of Condor, we remember Peter Fernandez. So guys, where's the con? This, this is, is the con! You are watching Bidgol, and now, this is the con-goer. That's the theme from the 1967 anime series Speed Racer. And it came here in the US and Peter Fernandez one of of course was one of the voice actors for that anime series which was very very popular. We all know it was during the 60s anime was basically coming here to America very slowly as a it was actually on some you know, major channels too. yeah but it, it was on NBC if I can recall but uh, yeah it's like I never watched Speed Racer in a while and uh, watching this uh, watching the opening brought me back my childhood memories because a lot of young kids especially the baby boomers probably showed it to their kids because that's what the baby boomers grew up with, with was a speed racer. I know my mom watched Speed Racer when she yeah, was a kid, and, and my mom got upset when she heard that uh, Peter Fernandez has passed away. Um, but uh, we want to show you an interview that uh, we've done here on Congo, actually. It was our first uh, interview with a guest of a convention, and uh, Lewis is, was the lucky reporter to interview Peter Fernandez in person. Take take a lunch. Hi, I'm here with uh, Peter Fernandez, the voice of the original Speed Racer. Uh, it's, uh, it's like being in a, a legend's presence. I mean, it's an honor. Uh, what's it like being here at Otakon? I think it's been very exciting and very tiring. I had no idea. I, I had never heard of it until a few weeks ago when I got invited here. And I thought it was some small starting up uh, thing. It was overwhelming <laughs> and fun. What did you think of all the people dressed up and uh, walking around? Did you did you enjoy it? Did you see any? Uh, uh, did you see anyone actually cosplaying Speed Racer? Yes, there were a few. In fact, one guy showed up today, copying the car. He had made it out of cardboard. Well, my girlfriend was here yesterday. She she loves you. Her uncle loves you. I mean, she got the the book you had and had her sign for her uncle and everything. But uh, so uh. Have you ever been to anything else like this, or just this is your first time being at any kind of convention like this? No, I've been to a few, uh, but I'd never heard of this one. Uh, I've been to the one actually a year ago in San Diego, which is enormous. Oh, San Diego one. San Diego Comic Con? Yes. Uh, but I was only there an hour on one day and an hour on the other day. That's all. How come you were only there for such a short amount of time? Well, that's all they uh, had me there. Lionsgate had me one day and uh, uh, Nickelodeon the other day just for quick signings, and they cut off the line at the end of an hour. I would have stayed longer because I felt sorry for the people. So, so you really enjoy the fans and doing fan service for everyone? Oh, yes, yes. It's gratifying, and everybody is so nice. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so, 
So please tell me, what do you do in your spare time when you're not, you know, coming around here to conventions and stuff? Are you still doing any new voice acting, or, or what's, what are you up to nowadays? Well, uh, I do voice acting whenever I get called for a job. Uh, what am I up to? I still, after 10 years, uh, do uh, twice a month I do uh, radio commercials for a chain of supermarkets up where I live. And then uh, I take care of our place, which has a lot of wild creatures. I put out 20 to 25 pounds of feed every day, year in and year out. Chickens. I don't have too many chickens right now, but ducks, geese, and about 20 deer. Uh, and whoever else comes along. Plus keeping about six acres mowed. <laughs> in uh, the entire Speed Racer series, who would you say was, would be your favorite uh, opponent for Speed? I don't know. The one I really remember the best is uh, the owner of the Mammoth Car. Uh, his name was Cruncher Block, great big guy. And I, part of the reason I remember him so well is because I did his voice. And um, was that any different from playing a bad guy? Or did you enjoy playing him better than Speed, or what was that like? Oh, I think it's always more fun playing villains. I, I played a lot of villains on a series called Courage the Cowardly Dog. You know, using growly, growly sounds most of the time. That was a, that was a good series. I, I have to agree too. I am one of the people too that enjoy playing villains because, you know, if if a, the good guy is always around, I mean, it gets kind of like you know, the good guy has to have some good challenge, and the bad guy has to overcome sometimes, you know, in order to make it become interesting. Uh, what else? Uh, what what uh, do you have anything upcoming? Any new shows or anything that that you might be signed up for? No. Wait till the phone to ring. All right, well, um, thank you for letting us interview you. It's been a pleasure. And um, I hope to see you come back next year at Otacon, or perhaps next, uh, the next con, I mean, maybe New York Comic Con. Or... And, uh, you know, Lewis was very lucky of meeting him in person. Very you, much. You I have met him before, him. too. So he's such a great person to, you know, see. Uh, the conventions, if he's walking somewhere, he would just stop and take time, sign autographs, talk, talk take, excuse me for me not being able to talk today, take pictures and just talk to fans. And Lewis loved Speed Racer. He, he, Lewis loved him, and he issued a statement to us, Lewis Buffamonte. I'm glad that I had the honor of interviewing such a legend. And, uh, you know, it was an honor meeting him personally, and he remembered who I was. He called me the guy with the, the, guy camera. With the camera. The guy with the camera. And uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna miss him. He, we, we saw him a couple of times. We saw him a few times after Otacon, of yeah. course, because uh, we don't interview the same guests. Uh, we usually interview them like every year. But uh, he, I think his last convention was the last time we saw him was at uh, New York Anime Festival '08, I believe. Or, 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 one of them. I don't know which one, one it was. I, I have a yeah. bad memory. I, I don't think they, they all, all the conventions kind of blur together. They're all the same, but uh, it was it was great, and the the the, the interview to us was, for Otacon for Otacon uh, is Peter. The backstory was is pretty cool. The backstory. Here's the back. Backstory. Here's the backstory. We were in the dealers' room. It was at three. It was three o'clock. Dealers' room is now closed. This was Sunday in the convention. Yes. Just so. Just to let it, everyone know, Otacon's dealers' room does not close at three. It closes at three o five. Um, we, we saw Peter at, um, at his own booth. He had his own booth at Otacon. And 
we were like, oh, should we try to... Louis and I were deciding, should we just try to ask? It's 3 o'clock. He should really be packing up. And uh, we, we actually waited for everyone on the autograph line to, to get off. But we usually do the same thing. We usually hop on the line if there is an autograph line. Yeah. And we just try to stay in the back. Or not, we just, or not, we just let the traffic flow slow down. And uh, at Otakon, we let everyone go. And here we are. Would you like to have an interview? He said, of course. <laughs> and you hear, you hear in the background. It, all the collapsing. All the collapsing all going the, on. The, the taping. The, the, the next convention was actually already moving in. And that was the firefighters uh, show, which is always at the BCC every year, and, uh, you know, I, I love people like that, like, they, they were no rush, yeah. they, they just, they just, like, no, we're gonna do this, we're, we're doing we're this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we kept it short, we kept it under five minutes so that he can, he could have the time that he could get out, yeah, and, uh, it, it, it was great meeting him. And, uh, you know, what, what makes this special to us is that he was our first guest interview that we did. And, we again, this was not, we didn't do this through the convention. Uh, so, Otakon, um, don't yell at me <laughs> for holding the interview. Um, we didn't get yelled at by now. So. Yeah, we're going to get yelled at by now by, by Otakon. Oh, as I said, if we didn't get yelled at by now. Oh, I think we're kind of good. Yeah, I think we're good now. <laughs> I know at some conventions they get angry when we do it without the convention icon. Um, so uh, again, this was in, this was this this was this this was a mock. Well, I shouldn't say mock, but like it was just it's the mock randomly out of the blue. Um, he in it was a spur of the moment. He loved going to conventions, and then uh, oh yeah, and then I, Christine was... Orr said said what he said in that interview. He loved going to the conventions. And all the reports that you hear on the Anime News Network, MSNBC mentioned about him, all that stuff they mentioned, he said it in that interview. Yeah. He, he you know, the chickens, where, where he lives. But the thing that made me upset was that when, when, when Lewis asked him was, you know, Lewis asked, uh, do you have any other voice, uh, other like, other voice acting plans? And he said, waiting for that phone to ring. And um, he, he's a legend. He 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 basically he was in that transition of where Henry was starting to come into America. America. And uh, he, he did get a few roles after that on. Uh Speed Race for Next Generation show. Mm -hmm. He did, did get a few roles in that, I believe. I forget who he actually played. Uh, I believe he was the announcer of the races. I'm not yes, 100% yes, sure. Yes, yes, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he is. And I, he did two or three other things after that, too. I know. I can't remember. But, I mean, it's someone like him, though, not getting work is was kind of sad. Yeah, because, uh, like, the last decade, everything was starting to slow down. He... He helped up on uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog on Cartoon Network. Uh, he was the dialogue director. Same thing that he did all the way back at Speed Racer. And, uh, you know, he plans out all the who's supposed to be doing the voices. And he even admits he likes to do the villains. You know, he is the, we all like being a villain. It's an evil character. And, 
had so much talent in them. And, uh, you know, where he started was, was interesting, because he's like a colleague of mine. He was in broadcast radio. Um, he started out on Broadway, actually. And uh, as he said on his MySpace page, it, this talent only began when he was seven years old, when he was a child model. And he walked himself to Broadway, and then, in, and then when he turned 18, he got drafted into World War II. And then when he left, when he got out of World War II, he went to radio. And then he did uh, radio theater performances. And if, and if you don't know my whole background, I've been doing radio theater at um, WFTUAM, where I was a station manager and technical operator. Uh, radio theater is fun because it's, you know, like here right now, you see me moving my hands. But on radio, I have to say, I am moving my hands. You got to explain it. You got to... You gotta make the sounds and scenery. And radio theater, I think, is more fun than putting on a video production. Because you need so much talent, and you need so much, like, effects. And you wanna do it live. And that's what we did. And, uh, you know, we didn't ask him questions about radio theater, but that's where, that's where his, basically, his broadcast career started was on radio. And, and uh, you know, I have a lot of friends who love radio theater. I have a ton of radio theater performances on my uh, network, so on my network side. So I save it, never listen to it. So right now I'm going to try to dig in the ones that he did, see if I can actually find it, and uh, see if see if I actually have it. If not, try to find it. Most likely my friends will have it, though. You know, he had other roles um, outside of Speed Racer, and uh, he, he was in uh, Astro Boy. Mm -hmm. He was in Godzilla. Right? Yes, he was a, one of the English dub voices, as well as the, for the TV series Ultram, which I believe he was also a script director for that as well. And, um, you know, this, he did a lot. When you look at your film, uh, you look filmography. at the filmography, a lot. And a lot of it when, when this whole broadcast industry was changing. And he, he, he changed the way... He, He's, he was like that, you know, as Lewis said, he's like that legend. He's the one that starts, he was starting everything. You know, voice acting was not a huge deal back in the old days. When you yeah. look at the Speed Racer credits, it's only... It's a lot, like three or four people. Four people. Well, there was. I, uh, there was only four people on a... I watched an episode of Speed Racer, actually. Uh, there was only four people, and... Uh, Bid me, I, I, I forgot their names, but I know Christine Orr. Christine Orr at the moment is the last surviving member of the Speed Racer cast, and it's sad. And of course, we actually have a panel video from New York Anime Festival 08 with Christine Orr and Peter Fernandez. You can just search for Peter uh, Peter Fernandez on Vigil.com, and we we had that whole panel up actually. And uh, it's great that sometimes we do tape such events yeah. like that. Because uh, I believe that was, I, I can't confirm this. I don't know if that was the last conventions together. Uh, that we I wouldn't think so, because I know he was doing a lot of them. He, I don't, uh, I know that he, he did stop going shortly after Otakon, um, if I can recall from what I've been looking at. Um, and the interview that we had uh, with Peter, uh, you know, what we've been trying to, what actually was I was trying to do for a while now, was trying to find another video interview with him, 
um, just to see how he's doing. And um, I, I couldn't find any. So the latest one I can find was with him. But I, I, it wasn't the last interview. We had, um, I believe, About.com interviewed him uh, in November of 08. But that was the last interview I can find at all. It was the, that, the last interview, and it was only a text interview, so most likely it is audio recorded. But uh, that was the last That's interview. The, I can, the last video interview I could find was with us, and um, you know it was only two years ago, and you know change, things changed over two years, and it, and it, to me it said that I, I couldn't find another video interview with him, even if a month later it would make me a little happier. But the last interview was from two years ago, and and um, it just because because most of the people were interviewing him that year was because of the speed race, movie, yeah. which came out earlier in '08, and uh, which I will say was pretty decent. I tried watching it. I I need a I need a I need I to start from the beginning. Overused the green screen a little bit. You didn't need the green screen. The garage. That that was I tried watching Speed Racer on on cable on uh, not cable files on HD. I uh, it, the movie was going so fast that the bitrate of the cable box the the bitrate of the box inside I can't even catch up with the with the video and and that kind of made me upset because uh, I don't know how a DVD would look too because if uh, I think the DVD would probably look better I, 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 so it. It, it it um so I couldn't watch it on TV because of the because of the the bit rate of the box. Oh, there's, there's always Walmart we can go to. Well, we'll try to I'll try to try to get that movie and watch it uh because I, I know he is in it and uh, I want to I I I just want to have it now so that uh, I can say that I watched the Speed Racer movie. I know that some a lot of people liked it. I I don't want to put my thoughts in it because I haven't seen it, but. Uh, watch it. But uh, Peter Fernandez overall, he is what Lewis says, a legend because he started this voice acting and not only he was a voice actor, he was also the dialogue director or voice director. For and a lot of stuff. For a lot of stuff he worked on. He was also the director for pretty much everything on there too. Yeah, and he had well, on-air roles uh, with his dialogue, dialogue and uh, it, it, it's it's a sad thing to see him actually go and uh, I guess I did meet him a few times. I say that I didn't get to interview him, uh, but just meeting his hand, meeting him and shaking his hand, just that's, uh, that's just enough right it's there. It's enough to actually know one of you actually helped bring anime over here, and back in the sixties and seventies, and everyone was just like, "What is this stuff?" Yeah, I God, I think that we should. Uh, I think we should try to watch it, but uh, we didn't ask him about how does he think about anime now. Um, and, and now, because now it's becoming uh, it because it, it grew. If you even look at the convention, oh yeah, sizes, you know, Otakon and, and no, I, 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 in, in San Diego Comic Con in nineteen seventy seven, they only had a hundred and fifty people. Lots well, Comic Con too, so. and, and, and oh, that's comic store. Comic store, I think a little bit. There's a little bit of difference a between difference. comics and anime in America. 
then, um, Especially considering comics went through, uh, I'm not going to talk a whole time on comics, but it went through a lot of different stuff, and it went from uh, being something that only children read to, you know, the comic book code and, you know, the, the drug comic that Marvel did, which everyone freaked, a lot of people freaked out about and a lot of people didn't, so it's a lot of stuff with comics that... Uh, is different than anime because anime was brought over. People weren't quite sure what to make of it. A lot of it looked more towards kids, and uh, I mean now there's still a lot of that in comics and all that's for kids. But you, comics, anime. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that if you know a parent <laughs> buys for their kid, their kid might be uh, scarred a little bit. And if you want to look at an anime convention. <laughs> Otacon, which began in 1994, and in fact, it began where we were earlier this year at SetsuCon, that's where Otacon originated from, in 1994, uh, they only had 300, not even 350 people, if I can recall. And uh, the Army Society definitely grew, and, you know, he's one of the reasons why, the, you know, it's, it's the voices that make the show, yeah better and just because you know I like listening to Laura Bailey with Shin Chen uh, Justin Cook as Yusuke Uemeshi and Peter Fernandez as Speed Racer it, it always goes that all and, and when you have to adopt it from another an, an original an original series, series it, it, it's that's like the difficult part because as a dialogue director, then you got to try to translate it in a way how we Makes would say it here. Yeah, and it, it's not like a simple Google Translate thing. No, Google no, it's not like that. You, you gotta. You, it, it was a hard task. And especially, no, especially back then they oh. didn't have uh, any uh, any, any internet to help them. I mean, they needed translators and. Yeah, translated. translated. There was people who had to take that and make yeah. that into something to make sense in America. They got to, you got to translate it to English. Then we got to translate it again so we can understand it because the words may go like uh, "speed racer," "go to the mountain." It might just say that, and and, and you could say, "Well, let's just change that up a bit." Instead of having three lines, and then the hard part, of course, is lip syncing. But I think we got a little bit off track here, and uh. Yeah. So this is, you know, Peter Fernandez is a great guy. Gotta be best. Uh, I remember uh, seeing a status update by Greg Ayers on Facebook. He was upset. He was like, "Oh man, the legend gone." No. He was very. He was upset as well. I remember reading. So. I think a, a lot of people in the in the you know fans of anime you know are truly upset about his loss. Uh, his funeral, which is going to be up in Rochester, is going to be private, but uh, the, right now there was words of a public celebration, yeah. uh, according to Henry News Network. Uh, we'll keep that, we'll, we'll keep plugged into that, uh, and, and maybe we could see the head out over there. It's only up in upstate Westchester, so it's not much of a far distance for us. But um, we lost, we did, we lost a legend this, this month, this week. And, um, you know, we're truly going to miss him. And he was very, you know, 
just to say that we met him, we met a legend. It, it, it's going to be missed. He's going to be very missed. That that you know he won't be at those conventions anymore. And uh, it's 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 sad. It, uh, I got very hurt when when uh, when the news broke out. Especially as the first thing I woke up to. <laughs> that was uh, kind of shocking. It was. It was. It was very upsetting. Woke up, went online, and uh, Jen status, you know, rest in peace, Peter Fernandez. I was like, what? So. I got a note an early, before everybody knew about what happened. I, I got, I did get the heads up from uh, the uh, AP wire, and uh, I unfortunately didn't have access at the time. But someone did email me with the AP wire. Oh my, he's gone. They didn't announce it yet, but. One of my friends was telling me he's he's gone, and then I, of course I don't have access to that email just on my devices. And when I got home, I go, oh wow. And then my after my sister told me, and apparently uh, we, uh they knew for a while before the Aaron just now announced it. But um, it, it's very sad. It's it's really sad, and uh, he, he's gonna be truly missed. We're gonna miss him at the conventions and seeing him again and such. Yeah. Well, that it's, will. That's it. Yeah, we, we, we babbled on. We babbled on, but, but this uh, this is what it, we. Yeah. This is what he. This is what he did. This is what he did. So go go watch the speed racer. Go watch speed racer. Ultraman they have it. I know, Barnes and Noble for five bucks. I bought it. It's fun to watch. Uh, I'm gonna try I, to get speed racer. So, thank you very much for watching, everyone. We'll continue on with our anime next coverage coming up. Take care.